Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. But I want to chat about the two international football games that are going to come up now in March, as well as the final home Six Nations tie against England. And the thing is, all of these games are going to take place at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin. But we're asking, in the future, should we look to other areas? Should we try to spread international fixtures around other parts of the country and beyond the M50? Are there any benefits to doing that? 1800 453 106, that's the number. If you want to get in touch in the programme, you can drop me a text either on 53106. Sinead O'Keefe, though, is the commercial director with uh, Parky Keeve here in Cork. Sinead, could Parky Keeve host international games? Um, in a word, yes. <laughs> uh, of course, we could. I mean, we've, we've proven that we can host a variety of different matches. Um, so I suspect internationals would be more than welcome, um, depending on, on the timing and, and all of that. So why doesn't it happen? Well, I think there's a number of different factors. So first and foremost, as you rightly said, um, traditionally, Dublin is our capital and, and larger games and games that wouldn't necessarily have the need for the capacity of Crow Park, but would be more in the lines of the Aviva have just always gone to Dublin. I'm not sure anyone thought to bring them out uh, of, you know, inside the lovely realm of the M50. Um, but now, you know, the demand for lots of facilities outside of the capital is both a necessity now, but also a reality because we do have the infrastructure in, in numerous locations around the country, but specifically in Cork, to facilitate events such as games of international significance um, in the sporting arena, um, such as concerts, conferences, all of that. Um, I mean, we have proven in Cork that we are a vibrant city. Um, we have the capacity, we have the welcome, we have the hotels, we have the restaurants, and certainly we have the stadium now to do so as well. And more importantly, Sinead, people, the fans, the customers, the punters, they wouldn't be paying through the roof like they are for a hotel bed in Dublin. Potentially, no. Um, they, they wouldn't. Uh, I mean, there there is a necessity for, for hotel rooms. And, and it's a shame, you know, to to want to go to an event and then not be able to go to an event because you can't get a room or, or you have there's no enjoyment in turning around um, of an evening to drive hours again back home um, you'd much prefer to stay and spend your money and relax and and make it it's, you know it's more than the experience of just the event as well it's the experience of being away for a night or a weekend or a day and, and getting the opportunity to socialise to shop to dine um, to take in the sites as well I mean you just spoke yeah. about the marina market so <clears throat> we're incredibly proud of the area now surrounding Parky Cleave we have the beautiful Marina Park looking out on the banks of the Lee. Um, you know, it's a hive of activity every morning, every evening. Um, as I leave work, there's people running, walking, chatting, getting their coffee in the morning, um, families, um, and none more so than in, in the wake of, of a, a Sunday, for instance, that has a match happening. Or indeed, as was the case when we welcomed once to rugby um, of a Thursday evening as well. Okay. What's the capacity again at Parky Keefshnit? So we take over over forty thousand. So we have had up to forty five thousand capacity um, at the stadium. So you know we'd be along the lines of the Aviva. 
Yeah, okay. Joey Malone as well uh, is with us, Sinead, today. Joey is the assistant manager of the Shelburne Women's National League. Joey, do you think the games could be moved beyond the M50? Yeah, no, I certainly do. Um, I was just uh, talking to one of the researchers there yesterday, and I was just saying that in relation to uh, the Women's uh, President's Cup final, we, we thought by winning the double last year that we'd have home advantage, but the FAI decided to bring it to Athlone, and, and it was a good decision by the FAI because there was a big crowd at it in Athlone uh, two weeks ago, and I think that's just a small example. But I think one of, one of the problems that, that, that you probably have in relation to moving some of the big internationals out is that the FAI uh, contract with the Aviva State, and they certainly need to play a certain amount of games there to generate enough funds. Um, and, and then you're looking at the... You know, the big grounds like, like Crow Park that holds 82,000 could certain internationals be played there. And then you look at other internationals where you wouldn't be getting such a big crowd that you could go, maybe go down to Cork or, or even to Tipperary and to Sample Stadium that holds over 40,000 and bring, bring some of the internationals there. I think that would be, would, would be good for the game and good for supporters of that are all around the country. And, and obviously the, the monopoly that the Dublin hotels have at the moment in relation to to big events, the, the the prices that they're charging is just just ridiculous, and and I think that would, if if events were to be moved around the country, that there would have to be some agreement with with, with the, the all the stakeholders that are involved in in, in certainly like the trains and, and the buses and, and the hotels down and around the country to give better value to the punters. Um, but I think overall, it would certainly be great to have certainly some international soccer games and, and rugby games, and and I think even some of the bigger bigger games. That are, that are coming to, to the country that, you know, that sometimes there could be an agreement between the GAA and the rugby that and, and the soccer that some of them might even go to Crow Park for 82,000. But in, in relation to your question, moving around the country, I think it'd be a great and, and, and very good for, for all sports and, and all events to be moved around and, and not to have everything around in Dublin. Yeah, I imagine the. I mean, look, my 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 ex- expectation of this is that the fans will certainly be in favour. I could be wrong. If you want to let me know, send me a message. It's five three one zero six is is the text number. Is there a fear though, Joey, that it might mean fewer people travelling to games? Yeah, no. It, it, honestly, Andre, it depends on the event. I mean, if, if the event is good, and I mean, I remember looking at a film years ago. We said, "If you build a day, will come." And I think it's the same goes with the, with the event. If the event is good enough, and you you take so many years ago, Michael Jackson concert going to Cork and, and all that, and huge crowd going to it. So, I, I think it it depends on on the event, and and I think I think soccer's got such a big support around around the country, and and will be around the country as well that. The real genuine supporters will want to go, um, and and I think in general that if if they were to be moved around the country and there was good value for money, the supporters would go because I think they're they're kind of fed up with with the as I said said earlier like in, in Dublin that the hotels the prices that they're charging in in Dublin at the moment and and not only in just in hotels but in and around restaurants and and. And the pubs in in around Temple Bar area have just gone sky high, and and it's not good value for customers anymore. Mm. And certainly moving it around the country, I think would would be a great help, and and I think yeah, the supporters would go to it. So, Sinead, you're you're available. The stadium's there. It can be it can be hired out for for the games. Joey, you're yeah. willing you're willing to go. Uh, the National League and other other international games um, available to to travel around the country as well. Tony is with us on the line, though. Tony, are you keen to go? to the likes of international matches beyond Dublin. Andy, how are you doing? 
the thing about international matches in Dublin, you're excluding a lot of people. There's a lot of people now because of the challenges with traffic in Dublin and parking and the cost will not go to matches that are in Dublin. We have lots of stadiums, as Sinead and Joey have said, because Sample Park Cave, Stone is scaled grounds in Limerick. These are 30, 45, 46,000. Absolutely no issue. But the associations or the people who are running the rugby or the soccer or whatever the competition is, they have a fair idea at any given time what the likely attendance will be. There is no point in putting a 10,000 crowd in the Aviva which will take 51,000. What you have is a, a big empty stadium, which is no good for the atmosphere. It's no good for the television if it's televised, and it's no good for the players either, or the people who attend. It's dead. Whereas if that was in a smaller stadium, uh, say something that was twenty-five to 45,000, depending on what the likely attendance is, mm-hmm. you would have a fabulous atmosphere. You would bring people to those areas and the economic benefits of that, you would remove the very high cost to the people who attend, particularly families, who go to these events. I've seen people taking four or five uh, children or adolescents to games. That's a very, very expensive exercise, particularly if it's in Dublin. Absolutely. And if yeah. you have That's to stay overnight... Food at some stage or whatever, oh, it's absolutely, absolutely, the cost just can continue to rise. We could even put it in Buffet, an 18,000 ground and yeah. a fine stadium. You can put it in Clones, 30,000. You know, there, there's no limit to the places that you could put it in. So and we have the space. Okay. We have stadiums uh, coming out of our ears. So Tr- Trace is with us as well, Tony. Trace is, um, is in Waterford. You travel the length and breadth of the country going to matches, Trace. Do you think regional venues should be getting a little bit more love? Um, yes, but I think Sinead mentioned um, Cork earlier and um, the infrastructure. I was at um, the South African monster match. It was held in Parky Creeve because um, obviously the other venue in Limerick, Thomond, wasn't big enough. It was sold out. And I mean, I don't think there'd be any any problem at all in terms of numbers. Um, I think, you know, they're smaller venues. It's the bigger venues that are hard to fill, but generally they are filled too. But what happened when we were going to, we were only driving from Tungarvan. We left quite early, you know, because we knew there'd be lots of, lots of traffic. And it took us, I think it was two hours, two and a half hours, to get to to get to our seats. It, it was unbelievable the traffic, and there was no traffic control out there at all. Then when we came, when we left to come home, it took us three hours to get back to Dungarvan, and most of that was it was just sitting in the car in Cork, couldn't move. So they definitely need to do something, or at least have some sort of traffic control. You know, if there was lights going, you would say we'd be held behind lights. There was absolutely nothing on the other side. So it, it was it's something that could be sorted with traffic, traffic control or proper traffic control. But, um, yeah, I don't think, I think it, it would be fabulous. And I, you know, saying earlier to your researcher that um, a lot of older people don't like going into big cities. And, you know, if they're driving, they try and avoid that. So I think this would be, for them, they would love smaller venues and, um, you know, more accessible or places they know or local venues um, in comparison to going to Dublin. Yeah, They're just kind of um, logistical things that could be worked out, Sinead. Is Sinead still with us? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, like the, I like the... I think Trace's again, point there, there's... Yeah, like to be honest with you, um, 
that there there were a number of, of um traffic issues in the city on the night. I, I think I remember that myself and, and thanks so much for the feedback. We certainly take it on board because, you know, we do we do pre and post event analysis for all of our large events, all of our events in fact. Um so we definitely take the feedback on board. It's crucial in order to improve. Um but yes, I think you know, the thing about Dublin is it does have additional public transport to other areas. Um, but again, you know, with with the right planning um, and the, all the key stakeholders involved, we can improve on these things as we go on. And I think the, just one other point I'd like to reiterate is the whole idea of bringing families to sporting events is, is really so important. You know, if you're trying to grow um, any sport at grassroots level, um, that family ticket is is really important um, and really valid. And I think when you move out of the capital at times, you know, we look at boosting crowds through through that family ticket. So, for instance, children are free now in, in their national football league games. And I know um, rugby and soccer do family tickets as well. So I think yeah. in order to well, boost it's... the enthusiasm, that's something that, that we can do when you, when you get out of the capital and you're trying to bring new crowds. Um, to a sporting event, I think that that's really important. Yeah. Well, ju- ju- just on the rugby, when you mention it, this texter here says regarding rugby, if internationals are going to be spread around the country, they'll have to be spread across the island because it's an all-island team. It'd be great for bridge building. It would also mean some of the economic rewards would be going to Northern Ireland. But I think that isn't such a bad idea, according to this texter. Andrew is with us on the line. Andrew, do you think international matches should be moved beyond Dublin? I think it's a great idea in practice. Um, I would love it myself. I'm from Cavan. I live in Derry. But unfortunately, I think is it doesn't stand up to scrutiny is that one of the things is is the Aviva pay a lot of money for the name of the stadium. And it's written in the contract that they need to get all the big internationals. Like they're paying a lot of money, which has helped support the, you know, the financing of the stadium for both the IRFU and the FAI. And they're not paying all that money. So, you know, Poppy Cueve, get it, where you're going to have to pay a lot of rent for it. At the end of the day, the FAI and the IRF, you own the stadium. So I just don't think it's really kind of really working in practice. And that's not even talking about the amount of money that it brings in. Um, when you look at this, the fact that they own it, don't have to pay rent to it, and then that they have to get the capacity to sell tickets. So I think it's like a 52, 55,000. If you're talking about you're going to be very limited um, because you don't have seating. So there's certain games that you wouldn't be able to hold there anyway. And when both associations are coming out of COVID times, the amount of money that they lost in kind of paying players when they weren't getting the, the income coming in from those, it's simply not a goer. I'd love it um, to be possible, but with everything that's set up, it's set up to be in Dublin. I'd love to be able to go somewhere that's not always down to Dublin, look for a hotel that costs that much, but the infrastructure is down there, everything's in place for it to happen there. And unfortunately, it's just not a goer, uh, even if we, we wanted it to. Like, I, I could see that we get to a possibility in the future when the name and rights are up, that the likes of Germany, um, New Zealand, everywhere like that, they have no one local stadium or name stadium to spread around the country. And it'd be great if we mm. can do that. But at the, at the minute, with the contract yeah, it's and funny everything you, like you, that, it's just not going to happen, so. You mentioned that all right about the, the logistics because there's a couple of texts as well, Joey coming in from people all talking about the fact that the soccer, it needs to be an all-seater stadium, Joey. Yeah, that's under the regulations from, from FIFA and UEFA in relation to international, yeah. whether it be European or, or World Cup games. But I mean, um, the last target there is right in relation to the the, the Aviva and uh, 
the money that's that's Aviva have put into the into the stadium itself and and the FAI, as I said earlier, the FAI have to have a certain amount of games there just to to create a fund that they need to to, uh, to be able to pay pay the, the expenses that's involved in having international games. There's a huge expense in in bringing an international team together coming from the clubs that they're coming from. The insurance bill is is, is astronomical and uh, in in relation to like bringing the game, even bringing one of the games down to Cork, you're talking about what's what's the rent that they're going to have to pay. I mean, even opening these big stadiums is a huge cost involved, and um, it's it's just it'll be great to get them around around the country. But I think the government would have to have some input into it as well. I think you know through Sport Ireland, there there needs to be a little bit more funds coming from the government if we do want to start moving moving big international games around the country. Uh, it's it's as I said it's it's quite quite expensive for all for all yeah, this um, a- a- absolutely. It's a text in from a listener who says I think Dublin should have the big games. My issue though is that we have them on a lot of weekdays. The need to take people need to take time off work, take kids out of school, getting home uh, in the early hours of the morning. Um, sounds to me like you're talking about rugby generally, and you're excluding the weekday matches. Says this texter. Another listener says it makes sense from a geographical standpoint, if nothing else, to hold these fixtures in the capital. Then you have to factor in the financial aspect. For very few people, they'll care about the marina market when it attending the, the international games. Chris has got in touch to say if the match was in Cork, the hotel rates would also increase and become Dublin rates. And Patton Rahini makes a similar point. He says the presumption that hotel prices outside of Dublin would be cheaper is completely misplaced. The hotel prices will respond to the demand. If Cork gets the games, those hotel prices will continue to rise. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.